Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to June. Um, for all of you that like to go swimming, I hope it warms up for you. It uh, doesn't look too hopeful, but <laughs> I'm sure it'll warm up soon so everybody can go swimming, all the kids can get in the pool. Um, I personally like it when it's a little bit cooler so I can work out in the yard. So um, I want to ask you a question. How many of you like lists? I like lists. Um, when I go shopping, I like to have a list so I uh, make sure I get everything that I need. Um, sometimes um, if I have a lot to do, I make a list to make sure I get everything done in a day that I need to accomplish. I have a list of all the birthdays in a year and the anniversaries, so I make sure I don't forget everybody or anybody. Uh, occasionally I do because I forget to check my list. Um, I like to make sure I buy the cards at the beginning of the month and, and make sure I buy the gifts that I need to buy. Um, a list isn't any good if you forget to check it, but I do like to check that list. Um, and as a Christian, it can be helpful to list some of the things that we should do every day. These things can help us in our Christian life. They can help us stay close to God and help us stay encouraged and help us to be a great testimony of God's love to the people around us. So today I'm going to make a list of six things that Christians should do every day. Now this is not some kind of regimented, you know, things that you need to check off your checklist every day. These are things that should just happen naturally should flow naturally from a Christian's life. And um, if if you don't have them uh, in your life, it's uh, these are just kind of disciplines that a Christian should have that um, are good things to work on. Um, the, these are things that are uh, will really help you, will really help you in your relationship with God, will really help you in um, just uh, feeling good in your in your normal Christian life and help you in your relationships with other people. So again, six things every Christian should do every day. This is my list for you today. The first thing is to seek God. In Matthew 6.33 in the Amplified Bible, it says, But seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given you besides so we need to seek God. In other words, we need, uh, every day we need to be looking after God, uh, uh, thinking about God, seeking him, uh, searching after him, pondering uh, about him. When we seek God and search after him by praying to him and listening to him, uh, that's, that's one of the ways we seek God is through prayer. Uh, it's, we set aside personal time with God to concentrate solely on Him. So one of the main ways that we seek God is by praying. And this time can be just a wonderful time of fellowship and refreshing. It's not a time, well, I need to check off my prayer time. I have this prayer time. It, you know, I need to, it's, it, it, it's not some, like a concentration camp or anything. It's a sweet time of, fellowship and refreshing with the Lord, where we can go to him and tell him how we feel, tell him what our needs are. He wants us to go to him and and ask things of him, to make our request, to uh, just tell him how we feel, tell him how much we love him. It's been said that prayer is simply talking to God like a friend 
and should be the easiest thing that we do every day. I just encourage you, uh, you know, when you first wake up in the morning, just, you know, when you first are aware that you're awake, just the first thing that you do is just say good morning to the Lord. In Psalm 5, 3, it says, In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait in expectation. Isn't that an awesome thing? When we wake up in the morning, we talk to the Lord. We tell him the things that we might need for that day. And we just wait in expectation all day long for the Lord to answer our prayers. In Psalm 119.2, it says, Blessed are they who keep his statutes and seek him with all their heart. So seeking God is an awesome thing, and it's something that should be incorporated in our uh, life every day. You'll find that when you pray and seek God every day, that the Holy Spirit will strengthen you and will bring you peace and joy in your everyday life. And going right along with that, the second thing is worship. Worship is an awesome way to get our our priorities right every single day. You know, worship reminds us that we're not the most important thing in our day. (laughs) It helps us get our minds focused on the Lord and not on ourselves. On the Lord and his greatness, his great love, his great mercy, his great plan for our life. So I encourage you along with when you wake up first in the morning that just set your thoughts on the Lord and, and just start talking to him. To also when you wake up in the morning, just start praying to him and worshiping him. In Psalm 95, verse 6, it says, Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our God, our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture, the flock under His care. So I just encourage you to just come before the Lord and worship. Kneel down before Him. Give Him all the praise and worship He deserves. Um, Graham Kendrick has said that worship has been misunderstood as something that arises from a feeling which comes upon you, but it is vital that we understand that it is rooted in a conscious act of the will to serve and obey the Lord Jesus Christ. So as we uh, surrender ourselves to the Lord in obedience, uh, we worship the Lord and tell him how wonderful and mighty and how awesome he is. And the third thing uh, on our checklist that Christians should do every single day is be thankful. In Colossians 3.15, it says, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace. And be thankful. Don't you just love being around thankful people? They're just the most awesome people to be around. Uh, They have a different perspective on life than grumpy old people. Um, I didn't mean old like old. I meant old like O-L-E, old people. Uh, Thankful people just are so positive and uh, they can see the good in everything. And God wants us to be thankful. Being thankful is a form of worship. There are so many things that we can be thankful for every single day, no matter who you are. So make thankfulness a habit. If you have running water, be thankful. If you have electricity, be thankful. If you can breathe, be thankful. If you can smile, be thankful. If you can eat, be thankful. If you have a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, be thankful. 
No matter what situation you're in, you can find something to be thankful about. There's a song that Bing Crosby wrote, or, or I, he didn't write it. He sang in 1944, which was before my time, by the way. <laughs> it says, you've got to accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. In-Between. You've got to spread joy up to the maximum, bring gloom down to the minimum, have faith or pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. So we need to think about that song times, we, song sometimes. We need to accentuate the positive and we need to do that in our relationship with God. We need to accentuate all the goodness and be thankful for it. Harry Ironside has said, we would worry less if we praised more. Thanksgiving is the enemy of discontent and dissatisfaction. So if you're discontent and dissatisfied and grumbling and complaining, the remedy, the medicine for that is Thanksgiving. So the next thing on our list is, that a Christian should do every day is study the Bible. Now you notice I didn't say read the Bible. The Bible tells us to study the Bible. We are commanded to study, study, study the Bible. To know what it says. To meditate on it. To declare it out of our mouths. You know, I've read that Muslims have a, a, a completely different practice with their, what they call holy book or their holy writings, that they memorize it. They teach it to their children. Um, they, they're much better at it than Christians are. And uh, we need to get our act together with our uh, commitment to the word of God. We need to be studying it. We need to know it inside and out. We don't need to have just a casual verse of the day that, you know, oh, we, you know, it's our little inspiration for the day. We need to be a lot more dedicated to the word of God. To be believers in the word of God, we actually have to know what it says and what it means. And to share the gospel, we have to know what it says and what it means. So I just encourage you as a Christian to study, study the word of God. In 2 Timothy 2.15 in the Amplified Bible, it says, Study and be eager to do your utmost to present yourself to God, approved, tested by trial, a workman who has no cause to be ashamed, correctly analyzing and accurately dividing, rightly handling, handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. Why? Why do we need this? Because the word brings hope, healing, comfort, salvation, wisdom, direction, correction, training, and joy. It continually reveals God's never-ending love for us. And, you know, I know Christians in the United States as a whole, they think they can just go to church on Sunday morning and hear a scripture or two and think that that's, that's going to uh, be what they need, but God has a different different look on it. We need to study the word of God. We need to study it. We need to have it in our innermost being, in our mind, in our hearts, in our soul. It needs to be woven in every part of our lives. And it takes dedication. It takes commitment. And that's what 
uh, God wants. That's what God wants because it undershores, it underpins our whole life. It's like our foundation. The next thing is we need to, a part of our everyday life is that we need to overflow with love and forgiveness. Every single day we need to overflow with love and forgiveness. In 1 John 4, 7, it says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that he might live through him, that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love has made us complete in him. So our mission every single day and our checklist, checklist everything, every single day should be to show the love of God to everyone that we come in contact with. In 1 John 3.18, in the New Living Translation, it says, Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. I encourage you to look for people that you can be a blessing to. Look for people that need love and encouragement, who need prayer, or maybe need some help around the house, need help with their bills. Ask God to give you wisdom and guide and direct you, direct you to people who need to experience God's love. And as far as forgiveness, my goodness, you know, we all like to hold grudges. We like to be offended. We like to... Uh, sometimes, you know, uh, be nitpicky about stuff, but the Bible teaches us to forgive. And if people offend us, the Bible teaches us to forgive. In Colossians 3, 12, it says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So God wants us to love and God wants us to forgive. And that ought to be part of our everyday life. And the last thing is to always be aware that you are Christ representative on this earth. As you go about your day, always have that as part of your awareness that uh, people are seeing you as his representative on the earth. In everything you do, you are representing the Lord. You're representing the Lord to your spouse, your children, your parents, your siblings, your coworkers, you're representing the Lord on social media, in the checkout lane, um, when you're driving. You are representing the Lord when you go in the post office, when you're talking to um, business people, 
when you're at the gas station, when you're at the restaurant, you are representing the Lord. Consider your words, consider your attitude, consider your behaviors, and how they will move people toward the Lord or, unfortunately, <laughs> away from the Lord. Don't ever let your uh, actions, your behaviors, your attitudes move people away from the Lord. In second, uh, uh, let's see, um, in second Corinthians 5:19, it says, "And he has committed to us this message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ ambassadors. As though we were making this appeal, he were making his appeal. Uh, through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. See, um, Jesus in his physical body left this earth and he has placed us here as his ambassadors, as his representatives. And everything that we do as Christians represents Christ. And so let's always be mindful every day. It's part of our checklist, part of what we do every day to be the best ambassadors for Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, that we can be. So let's review six things that every Christian should do every day. Number one, seek God, pray, seek God. Number two, worship him. Number three, be thankful. Number four, study the Bible. Number five, overflow with love and thanksgiving. Number six, always be aware that you are Christ representative on this earth. So I want to ask you a question today. Do you put any of these things into practice on a regular basis? Are there any other steps that you would suggest to help us live out our faith on this earth? So I want to encourage you today to, to be mindful of these things and to be sure that you're putting in, them into practice and don't, you know, don't think that there are religious rules and regulations. They're just things that should naturally flow out of a Christian's life. Well, you all have a good week. We love you. And if you have any prayer requests, be sure to send them to, to us. Bye-bye.